Hello and welcome back to the Magic Kathy show. I'm glad to have you here because we have to talk about the most powerful eclipse of the year, at least from my point of view. It's an intense eclipse that we are headed towards this weekend and I want to prepare you in the best way possible so you don't miss this powerful portal for the next six months. So I had a lot of resistance relative to recording this episode because I feel the intensity of this eclipse. And interestingly enough, I decided to record it the day that Mercury stations retrograde, probably because I'm born with Mercury retrograde. So I actually love Mercury retrograde periods. And we will talk a lot about Mercury retrograde in this episode as well, because the ruler of our North Node is Mercury, right? Now that we have the North Node in Gemini, it means that our destiny is ruled by Mercury. And obviously, when we talk about eclipses, we talk about the nodes. Why? Because what eclipses really are, are new moons and full moons, but supercharged full moons or new moons, because the sun or the moon are in a conjunction, so pretty close to the nodes of the moon, right? And the nodes of the moon always indicate our destiny collectively and your destiny in your personal birth chart. So if you ever wondered what an eclipse even is, why everyone is talking about eclipses, is because the moon and the sun actually illuminate our collective destiny. And that's why eclipses are so powerful. And in terms of the eclipse that we are headed towards now, it is actually a new moon eclipse. And what makes it a new moon eclipse, it's when the sun and the moon are in a conjunction, so together, just like with every other new moon. But this time, it's really, really close to our collective destiny, our North Node, which the North Node is in Gemini. So that's why we have to obviously talk about Mercury as well, because Mercury is the ruler of our collective destiny. So having all of that said, I want to give you the full picture of what this eclipse is all about, what it means for you on a personal level, but also what it means for us collectively because in 2020 it's all about our collective, right? And interestingly enough, the last time we had a new moon eclipse on the same degree point, zero degrees of Cancer, was in 2001, right before 9-11 happened. So I'm not predicting that anything like that will happen in September, but back then in 2001 it was the same eclipse, 21st of June as well, at zero degrees of Cancer. So that's pretty interesting. The only difference, I mean, there are a couple of differences in the chart, but the North Node back then was not in Gemini, the North Node was in Cancer. So that's the only difference, because with this new moon eclipse, even though it's at zero degrees of Cancer, we still have the North Node or our destiny in Gemini. So don't think that we have the North Node still in Cancer. The North Node is in Gemini, but because the nodes actually move backwards, our North Node is at 29 degrees of Gemini and the moon and the sun are at zero degrees of Cancer, which basically means that they are almost on top of each other. So it's a pretty, pretty, pretty close connection that they have, which means that the sun and the moon really, really illuminate our collective destiny. And what is our destiny with the North Node in Gemini? I've actually been talking about that in a previous podcast and on my Instagram as well, on my YouTube as well. I've been talking about that a lot because it's really, really important that we understand what the universe wants from us, right, in order to move forward, because it's clear that we have to create a new world, right? And why is that so clear? Because the old world definitely doesn't work anymore, right? All of the Capricorn cancer stuff that we've been through the last couple of months is gone now. And it feels like this is the final illumination, right? These eclipses, this one and the next one in two weeks are really the final eclipses in that cancer Capricorn axis. So all of these topics that we have been working with the last couple of months, like the last 18 months to be really precise, everything you've been working through, it's the final release point for you. You really wanna understand your lesson now. You really wanna check in with yourself and ask yourself, have I mastered that lesson? Have I found safety and security inside of myself? Or am I still attached to everything that is work going on outside of myself, right? And I think, you know, 2020 is really the big test to see if we really have found security inside of ourselves. Why? Because all of the structures 
are crumbling, right? That's why I have stressed so much. I mean, you can just listen to all of the episodes I did in December and early January where I've been literally hammering in that we have to find security inside of ourselves. We have to let go of our attachment relative to other people, relative to the government, relative to whatever it is, where we put our security in other people's hands, because that is ultimately what makes us feel powerless, right? What makes us feel dependent. And when we are dependent on things, we are not empowered, right? And that's also the whole story of Chiron and Aries, the first sign of the zodiac. And we have Chiron and Aries for a couple of years still, where we heal our own self-image, where we heal our own power, where we heal our own courage to initiate life, to start life on our own terms, independently, right? That's the whole story. And it's not easy for us because we've been conditioned to believe that this is not possible. That's why we have the South Node in Sagittarius in order to release all of these outdated belief systems. And because it's a new moon this weekend, new moons are all about new beginnings, right? It's all about new beginnings and it's perfectly aligned um, with, you know, we had the Sagittarius full moon eclipse two weeks back. What did we do then? Well, we uncovered all of these belief systems that we still have and it was not an easy eclipse, I have to say. The eclipse two weeks ago, for me, it was a really, really major, major releasing eclipse. I literally sat at home and was crying and questioning everything. And a big part of that is definitely that, you know, my north node was actually the south node of this eclipse and I feel like it w I was literally questioning my existence. I was literally questioning why I'm even here, if it even makes sense, if there's even a place for me in this world, which, you know, thinking about it and looking at myself from the outside, it doesn't seem logical that I think that way because I know that I impact a lot of people and each and every one of us impacts a lot of people. And the truth is that if there would not be a purpose for us in this world, we wouldn't be here. We would close our eyes at night and we wouldn't wake up again because there would not be a reason for us to be here, for us to take up space. But the fact that you are alive, the fact that you are breathing, the fact that you exist clearly shows you that the universe has a special purpose for you. You have your own contribution to the world that helps us all create a new world. Otherwise, you wouldn't be here during this time in history, right? And I want us all to remember that because that gives us some sort of safety and security, even if everything around us is crumbling and crashing and maybe our whole li life is flipped, right? And we feel like nothing really works out. Trust me, if you are here, you are here for a reason. And I know that's a quirky saying that we all hear or we all read on Instagram, but it's true because the universe is really intelligent and doesn't make mistakes and that you're here is not by accident it's not by chance you're here for a reason and maybe you don't remember the reason anymore because we all come into this world and forget why we are here in order to learn why we are here and uncover our story because if we would know already you know these lessons that we learn the trauma that we have and the losses that we experience and all of the darkness that we basically experience as contrast to teach us all of these lessons they would be sort of like pointless and or not as effective if we would already know the outcome and that's the mystery of life and it's also the magic of life to look back in hindsight and realize wow this all happened for a reason and this all made me stronger it made me the person who i am and there's actually a silver lining in that whole shebang that i had to experience and it's not always easy especially in 2020 we think like you know, are we even allowed to have personal problems when the whole world is crashing and burning? And trust me, everything that you experience in your personal life, you see as a mirror in the collective, right? The collective is just a mirror of what's going on inside of you. So of course you are allowed to have your own personal issues, your own personal stuff to work through. And the challenging thing is that we think that we are not allowed to feel that, that we are not allowed to heal ourselves, that we are not allowed right now to look inward and to focus on our own growth and healing, when actually that is the very way we heal the collective. And that right there is the first belief system that we really have to let go of, to think that it's selfish, to think that we are so self-centered, to think that we have to feel guilty if we do our own inner work first. Because what that does is to tell us that we are not connected, right? 
if we think that we are not allowed to do the inner work first, if we think that we are not allowed or it would be selfish to do self-care, to maybe spend the whole day just recharging for yourself, making sense of your own inner world. If you think that's self-absorbed, you completely miss the point, right? Because you miss the point that we are connected. Every one of us is connected. We all come from one source and we can heal that very source if everyone really, really takes care of their inner world, right? Because then each and every one of us would be taken care for, right? And each and every one of us would heal. And when each and every one of us heals, we heal the collective at large. I know that's like a really, really fairy tale story or idea, but actually that would be the ideal, right? To see that everyone has the tools and understands how they can heal themselves, how they can understand themselves, that would ultimately lead us to more harmony, peace and all of that in the world. Obviously, that's again a really, really fairy tale story, and we have to heal a lot of collective trauma first, which is Saturn in Aquarius, right? Taking responsibility for collective trauma. If you watched or listened to my Uranus trauma signature episode or the video that I did on YouTube, I talk a lot about my idea of Saturn in Aquarius is really about healing and addressing collective trauma, right? And obviously, most of the time it's so much easier for us to heal other people than to heal ourselves and that's where you know the whole collective comes into play where we see okay we can actually ask other people for help we can actually hold space for other people but you will realize and if you are a healer yourself if you are a coach yourself or if you have friends that come to you and ask you for advice you will realize that all of these questions that you receive or the people you attract ultimately reflect something back to you that you want to heal inside of yourself and that's how the universe actually gives you the opportunity to heal and address all of these issues to see these issues that you already have inside of yourself because everything in the outside world is just a reflection of what's going on inside of you and that's why I mean that it's so important to take care of your inner world right now even if it makes us feel guilty if it makes us feel self-absorbed and selfish but all of that right is just part of outdated beliefs that we have to let go of, right? To stay open-minded, right? To see, well, no, that's actually not true. Someone told me that it's selfish. Maybe it was my parents. Maybe I've um, learned that from society. Or maybe someone called you out on social media because you didn't post something about Black Lives Matter, right? So, yeah, we call each other out. We judge each other. But by judging each other, we don't create close connection to each other. And it you know, it's not really helpful to call someone out because they didn't post a certain thing or they posted it in the wrong way. Does that really help the whole movement? Or is it just you pointing fingers on other people, right? That's something I just wanted to address because, you know, I've seen all of that on social media and it's crazy. We shouldn't fight each other. That's not the solution, right? We should come closer together and see how connected we are, right? Because all of us, we all have incarnations and different parallel lifetimes uh, in, you know, whatever skin color, whatever gender, we, we know it all because we are all. So I think it's time to really release the judgment and see that yes, we have separation going on, but the separation from source ultimately, where we all come from, the biggest pain that we have, the separation from source, is just so we can see each other better, right? So we can understand our journey, so we can see ourselves from the outside perspective. And each and every person you meet is just a reflection of a part of you because they are a part of you. And I know sometimes that's hard to accept and to see, but that's ultimately the truth. So what does all of that have to do with the eclipse that we are headed towards. Well, the eclipse at zero degrees of Cancer is a really critical eclipse point. It's zero degrees, which is always a really, really critical point in everything in astrology. You know, when you have planets at zero degrees, whatever it is, it's the start of the spe that specific sign, right? Or at 29 degrees, it's the end of a specific sign. So it's either like initiating, starting something brand new, right? Or it is the very end like the mastery degree of a specific sign and that's always really important to take into consideration when you look at your own chart but also when you look at critical eclipses or whatever it is and in this eclipse we have 
as I said multiple times before, the sun and the moon at zero degrees of Cancer. But we also have Saturn back at zero degrees of Aquarius. And that's really, really, really important to know. Saturn is retrograde right now, right? And when Saturn is retrograde, our door to the unconscious is really wide open, right? So we have the opportunity with Saturn and Aquarius at zero degrees to really, really look deep, deep, deep inside of ourselves and really move past all of the structures and the boundaries that we have, the limitations that we have, right? That's an amazing opportunity of Saturn retrograde to see that there are all of a sudden there are no limitations, right? Because whenever a planet is retrograde, it means that it doesn't operate anymore in the traditional way, right? And the traditional way of Saturn is always structures, boundaries, limitations, all of that. But when Saturn is retrograde, he really investigates or reflects on the boundaries that he have is that he has established and he releases them for a second right he lets go of all of them and that will open us up to everything that is happening after saturn in the cosmos which is uranus which is neptune which is pluto right all of the outer planets so our connection to the outer planets is wide open because we don't feel that restriction from saturn anymore and that's important to know and in Aquarius, zero degrees of Aquarius is a critical degree point too because Saturn had a couple of conjunctions at zero degrees of Aquarius in this year, right? And the final conjunction will be with Jupiter and Saturn at zero degrees in December. And that's also really important because it means that our, the rule of our collective south node, which is Jupiter, will be at zero degrees of Aquarius as well and then enter Aquarius with Saturn together that's an amazing alignment. Why? Because it really emphasizes and makes it even bigger that we have to take responsibility for humanity, right? That's also occurring, taking responsibility for humanity. But with this eclipse, right? And remember, eclipses are always important portals that are open for the next six months at least. So the impact of this eclipse will really unfold over the next six months. So you can be prepared for a massive, massive, massive shift in the collective in humanity at large which is obviously not really hard to tell given the situation of the world but trust me that this eclipse is with saturn at zero degrees of aquarius only amplifies all of that right because it means that when saturn and jupiter meet at zero degrees of aquarius right it really really means that we had finally let go of all of these old stories that hold us back from establishing and creating this new world for humanity with freedom with expansion with revolutions with new technology all of that right with unity with community all of that and why do i say that it's because jupiter makes everything bigger right and when jupiter meets with saturn yes the restrictions can be bigger but because it's at zero degrees of aquarius and we had a lot of time really understanding what it means to take responsibility for the tribe for humanity for all of that we had a lot of time so when jupiter makes that bigger i see that there is an opportunity for us to come closer together to have an e even stronger sense and understanding of what community even means for us what the future vision for humanity even means for us and because it's at zero degrees of aquarius it's the start right it's the start of the new world some might say the start of the Aquarian age. I don't think we are there yet because we have to let go of a couple of belief systems first, right? But it's definitely a trigger point for, for um, the age of Aquarius, for sure. But again, humanity is not there yet. We are not ready for the Aquarian age yet. And I actually did a post on Instagram where I kind of explained that a, a little bit. It's because we are not ready for freedom, right? Some people are ready for free freedom some souls are ready for not relying on the system not relying on the government but a lot of us still need that security and we some at to some degree we have to see that our subconscious still likes the idea of security and of a system right and that's the very reason we still have one because collectively we all agree to that and you can be against the system as much as you want subconsciously unconsciously you agree to that because it makes you feel comfortable and safe in the world because just imagine there would not be the government there wouldn't be any laws there wouldn't be anything like that we would fucking be scared because we don't know how other people 
react and behave right so that's why we have to learn to find that connection within ourselves to find that security inside of ourselves to understand how we navigate our emotions that's a big 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 story of this eclipse actually uh, i will go into that even deeper in a second when i talk about mercury and when we understand our emotions and we don't act impulsively and we don't feel like we are our emotions right that's when we can come closer together and we can be a little bit more detached which is also kind of Aquarian right being attached from our own emotions in order to see them from the outside is key why because so many people just act impulsively based on their emotions based on what they feel based on negative feelings positive feelings and you know we have to completely change our belief system relative to our emotions because what happened when we grew up obviously as a child you perceive the whole world only through your emotions right before your mind is developed and that's the first encounter with the world and that's the biggest conditioning that you had to feel like you are your emotions and still to this day we all operate from that program right where we think we are our emotions and whenever a quote-unquote negative emotion arises we are scared because it doesn't feel comfortable because we have not understood that emotions are just guides from the universe as well that help us stay in alignment right that help us navigate our life in a more positive or negative way in a more aligned or unaligned way and whenever you feel a negative emotion or negative circumstance arises in your consciousness or arises in your environment you know that you are not in alignment somewhere so you can literally check in with yourself and ask the universe okay what is it that you want me to see here what is it that i have to learn here right why do i feel this way right now what's the message behind my emotion right what's the message behind that and most people unfortunately suppress their emotions and that's when it comes to anger and pointing fingers towards other people because it's just coping with the emotions that we feel inside of ourselves right and it's so important to understand that because mercury in perfect timing stationed retrograde right before the eclipse and that's important to know because it means that mercury doesn't operate in the traditional way either right so jupiter's retrograde for this eclipse which is the south node ruler and mercury is retrograde for this eclipse which is the north node ruler so both rulers of our destiny are inviting us to reflect that's why this eclipse especially with you know we have Pluto retrograde Pluto the soul we have Saturn retrograde and Venus retrograde so many retrogrades in this eclipse it's such an internal process that has to happen it's an internal new beginning for you it's an internal makeover of you know your own relationship to your emotions of really sitting with yourself asking yourself exploring your own emotional world it's literally the beginning of a new relationship that you have towards yourself if you allow that to happen right and most people are really scared to just sit with themselves right to just you know explore their emotional world because it means that you have to face a lot of uncomfortable emotions too but once you understand that behind every single emotion first of all there is a belief system attached to that emotion that's why you label emotions either as pleasant or unpleasant because you think that it means something about you as a person you about your that it means something about you and your circumstances right you judge and label emotions that's why you don't allow them to just be because you think that when you feel sad it means something about you right when you feel angry it means something about you what if that anger what if that sadness is just a message from the universe that divinely guides you into the right direction because clearly if you are sad there's something missing right if you are depressed you are deprived of something so why not sit there ask yourself ask your emotional work ask your guides ask the universe ask whoever you want to ask okay why like what do you want me to know here why do I have to experience that? And what would make me feel more excited right now? What would help me right now? What would make me feel better? What would be the contrast of that emotion that I feel right now, right? And it's so important to ask ourselves all of these questions because it brings us closer to our core, right? To our heart, to our soul, 
to our connection to the universe. And it will also create safety and security inside of ourselves because we don't have to suppress anything. We don't have to hide anything. We don't have to rely on other people. We can completely rely on ourselves because we nurture and take care of ourselves. And that's the biggest, biggest lesson that we all have to face with this eclipse. And it's literally the summary of the last 18 months when we had to learn that lesson with the North Northern Cancer, right? And that's why I say, you know, it's, it's like the conclusion point or the climax of that nodal story, right? To find security inside of ourselves. And because Mercury is retrograde, and Mercury is not just retrograde, Mercury is also retrograde in Cancer, which really invites us to reflect on our emotional world and our in the way I put it is emotional intelligence, right? How do we think about our emotions? Mercury, how do we relate to our emotions? How do we see the message Mercury behind emotions? That's the whole story. It's so literal that you can see it in the stars. You can see it in the chart. That's what it is, right? And Mercury is retrograde in Cancer until the end of July. So with the next eclipse as well. It's really important to understand that and to see that too because with the next eclipse in two weeks we still have Mercury retrograde. We still learn that lesson. So you can definitely be sure that this is not something that happens overnight because again the south node is in Sagittarius. We have to release a lot of belief systems relative to the emotions that we have labeled, right? And really, really sit down. Ask yourself why you suppress emotions, right? Why? Because the reason for any suppressed emotion, any emotion that you don't allow yourself to feel, any emotion you want to hide is because, again, you make it mean something about you instead of seeing emotions as your guides, right? All of us, I mean, all of us want to be guided. All of us want answers. All of us, like everyone wants a sign from the universe, right? A sign from spirit, a sign from whatever it is. But the very signs that we literally receive in abundance, we suppress. We don't want to see. But the thing is, you can't, you know, you can't choose the signs that you receive from the universe. You can. But if you deny some signs, trust me, the universe won't send you more signs. So the more you allow yourself to see your emotions as signs from the universe, trust me, you will receive other signs too. But first, the most dominant signs that you will see and feel, I should say feel, is the messages through your emotions. And why is that? Because the universe knows exactly that you can't miss your emotions. You will feel them, right? You can miss a sign on, or a number plate. You, you can miss angel numbers. You can miss whatever other sign you have, but you can't miss your emotions. They are so in your face because they are so in your body, right? You can't miss them. So how can we reframe our relationship to emotions? right how can we take care of our emotional world how can we release that guilt that we feel all oh, especially in the world right now right where we feel like oh my gosh i can't focus on myself when there's so much stuff that we have to address in the world and that's true but you can't serve other people from an empty cup right you can't and if we allow ourselves to be distracted by the outside world again by everything that happens in the world again what do we do? We don't break this cycle, right? We literally don't break the cycle. We fall back into the same habits, into the same loop. And we can't create a new world from that level of behaving, I guess. We can't, you know? And it's clear that not everyone will see that. But you listening to this podcast episode can lead by example, right? Because trust me, by taking care of your own emotional world, by taking care of your own inner world, you will vibrate harmony. You will vibrate love. You will vibrate peace. That's your frequency. And if you don't do that, if you're disconnected from yourself, if you're disconnected from your emotions, if you're disconnected and desperate that someone else takes care of you, you will vibrate desperation, separation, fear, uncertainty, all of that. So what's the vibration that you want to bring into the world? And how do you think you will get to the vibration that you want to bring into the world? Is it really by being so consumed by everything that's going on in the world? 
when clearly the astrology is telling you, inviting all of us right now with so many retrogrades to turn inward, to reflect, to reconsider, right? And Neptune, actually, you know, our connection to the universe as well, just had a conjunction with Mars, right? But also stations retrograde very soon. It's important to know. So we have another planet retrograde. It's literally the retrograde summer, right? With so much retrogrades, so much retrograde in astrology, which tells us clearly, even though we have the North Node in Gemini, right? It's not the time for us to be so focused on everything that's going on outside. Because we had Gemini season now, right? We had Gemini season and we did absorb a lot of insights and knowledge and stuff, right? A lot that we just consumed. We are overwhelmed. We are overwhelmed and we have to really reflect on everything that we absorbed. I mean, just think about the insights, the information, all of that, that 2020 alone, and we are only six months in, right? 2020 alone reveals so many insights and information. Of course, that's overwhelming. Of course, we need so many retrogrades in order to reflect on all of that, right? To not jump onto conclusions and to not forget ourselves in all of the chaos, in all of these informations, right? Because if we don't learn how to do that, we won't be ready for the Aquarian age either. Because Aquarius is insights, downloads in lightning speed. Aquarius rules the internet and we're not ready for that if we don't know how to handle the information that come to us, right? If we don't know how to filter them, if we don't know how to establish boundaries relative to our world and the outside world, which doesn't mean that we have to separate them, not at all. It just means that you first, because then you serve from the highest vibration that you can possibly serve from. And, you know, that's a big part of, Venus in Gemini as well, retrograde. It's really understanding what do I value? What information, what insights do I value? What does enrich my life? And what is really not enriching my life and giving me anxiety, right? And how can I attract and really only consume insights that nurture me, that gives me pleasure, which doesn't mean that you have to bypass everything else, right? It just means that, again, from the highest level of self-love and self-mastery, you have to filter information that comes through because then you understand that the vibration that you have as a human being, as a soul in this human body will attract and create the very world that you want to create, right? It's so important for us to understand that because then automatically we will protect ourselves and we will understand that it starts within you first. The relationship with you, how you nurture yourself is how you nurture the planet, right? How you take care of yourself is how, to, how you take care of the planet, right? And if you inside of yourself have mastered the understanding of your emotional world, but also have mastered the understanding of that we are all one, that we are all connected, that there's no such thing as separation right that equality is a core need that we have and a core value that you that we have if that's something you live by you will see how the world around you changes too and just imagine everyone would do that right just imagine that would change the whole world right and it starts within you it does start within you just imagine everyone would live a life and lead by example we had so many examples out there it would be incredible. So it's not easy, this eclipse, because it invites us to do the very thing that we feel like we have done over the last couple of months, right? To stay in isolation, to reflect on, on our emotions, to heal some childhood wounds. But it's the final invitation from the cosmos. It really is the final invitation from the cosmos. And just think about the fact that this invitation comes now in this time in history. And the last time it occurred was literally a couple of months before 9-11 happened. So I feel like this eclipse is a pivotal point. And depending on our collective choices, we can either have such a profound event again, right? 
because the potential is there when Mars enters Aries. When, you know, I think about the rest of this year, astrologically, there is the potential for an even bigger crisis. And I promise you, it is really dependent on the inner work that you do. If you want to do anything for the planet right now, please connect to your soul. Please connect to your emotions. Please nurture yourself. Please fill up your cup first. Because that will inspire so many more people. Because just think about it. If you see someone who is completely in harmony, peace, connection within themselves, does that inspire you? Or does it inspire you when you see someone who is fighting, who is angry? What does inspire you more? And I ask you also in regards to what kind of future do you want to head towards? A future where you have to constantly fight, where we have to constantly be flooded with information, or do you want to have a future that is calm, stable, safe, connected, loving, with compassion, equality, right? We definitely have to address all of these issues and I don't want to suppress all of that or, you know, deny that we have issues to face. I mean, I'm Pluto and Scorpio too. I'm all for revealing the secrets. But trust me, this eclipse is not about revealing the secrets because we have plenty of opportunity this year to do that. We have the next Pluto-Jupiter conjunction coming up at the end of this month. I did a whole webinar about that. Pluto-Jupiter conjunction, if you want to have insights on the three conjunctions. We had one in April, and after that one, we had a lot of secrets revealed, right? And I'm really curious to see what this one will bring in June, because Jupiter and Pluto are retrograde, so both retrograde. And then we have the next one in November. And when I did the webinar, I also addressed Donald Trump's chart, and I addressed the election in the US and um, the potentials for what's going to happen now in June, right, with the retrograde Jupiter and Pluto, but also what will happen towards the end of this year. So if you want to have all of these insights, you can find all of the information in the show notes and get access to the webinar. It's really, really eye-opening and it will help you prepare for everything that will come in 2020. Without being scared, just being prepared. Because that's another thing, you know, we only feel anxious if we don't know stuff, right? Uncertainty and not knowing is making us feel unsafe. And that's when fear kicks in and anxiety kicks in. But again, that's when you have the focus outside of yourself. When you put your own destiny in other people's hands, which... You have your destiny inside of yourself. You have your cosmic blueprint inside of yourself. And if you don't understand your cosmic blueprint or want some guidance or want some guidance relative to that and want some guidance relative to why are you even here during this crazy time, right? Why? What's your purpose? What can you do in order to improve the world? The first step is to listen to your emotions, to have a conversation with them, to really, really connect with your soul, right? That's the, the literal connection to the universe is to connect with your emotions, connect to your soul, right? And that can only happen in silence by not suppressing anything anymore, right? And if you still don't know, which is completely understandable because none of us, no one has learned to do that, right? It, it takes practice to do that and to understand the messages because we are also biased relative to ourselves, right? We have to learn how we can see and, you know, really interpret these signs that we receive through emotions, through other things too. So if you don't know, you can still go to someone, go to an astrologer, book a session with me, whatever it is, right? In order to really understand, okay, this is my cosmic blueprint. This is my story. This, these are the patterns that I'm here to break. This is why I had trauma. This is why I am in the situation I am during this whole chaos in the world. Okay, I understand it now. Now, even my last 10 years makes so much sense, right? Now, you know, the loss that I had makes so much sense because it helped me to become the person that I am and 
because I have all of these experience, I can serve in X, Y, Z way, whatever it is, right? Trust me, nothing is random in this universe. Nothing. But we can only see that when we start reflecting. Reflection is key, right? That's why we have so many retrogrades. I can't stress enough how important retrogrades are because I know they, you know, people hate them. People think they are a curse or a glitch in the matrix. They are not. And it's completely intelligent from the universe that we have Mercury retrograde, the ruler of our destiny. Doesn't mean that we can't fulfill our destiny because the ruler is not operating in the right way. We have to see where the ruler is retrograde and it's in Cancer where the eclipse is too. So it really is the invitation for all of us. And if I would have to sum up this eclipse, it's really about learning and emotional intelligence, right? And how we relate to our emotions, releasing the belief systems that we have relative to our quote-unquote negative emotions, that we make our emotions mean something about ourselves, right? And that's again when we have to see that Chiron is in Aries, we have to heal our self-image as well, which is most likely also related to quote-unquote negative emotions that we have attached to ourselves, to the way we see ourselves, to the way we think we are capable of doing things on our own, right? All of that. But Mars and Neptune are in Pisces. So there is a connection to the universe. You know that you are divinely guided. You know it, right? And now that the limitations that Saturn usually has for us are sort of like, you know, on hold, we can open the portal to our soul, which is Pluto, right? And that means we have to face the darkness first in order to find our light. It's not easy, but it will happen. And that's the thing with eclipses. You don't have to do much. You will feel the energy. And the more you go with the flow, the more the universe will open up to you. The more messages you will receive. Right? So sit with yourself. Use this new moon to really, really change the way you relate to your emotions. Right? It shouldn't be something that scares you. It should be something that excites you because there's a message behind it, right? There's a message. And whenever there is a message, it means there's also a way out, right? There's also a way out. The universe doesn't throw quote-unquote unpleasant emotions onto you because you are a bad person or you did something wrong. That's the outdated belief systems that we have to let go of, right? You are not... You know, there is not a judge in the universe that judges you and your behavior. And based on that, you receive X, Y, Z in your life. And you, you either feel happy all the time or you feel sad all the time or you whatever, right? That's not how it works. There is no hell. There is no Satan that curses you. Right? And that's where we have to take responsibility for our journey too. And for our emotions. If we feel a certain way, it means we can also find our way out of that feeling. If we understand the message. If we welcome the signs instead of suppressing them again. It's just like, you know, just see your emotions as a gift from the universe that guides you into the right direction. If you constantly say no to that gift, you won't receive any gifts anymore and you will be lost. Lost from yourself, disconnected from your soul. Right? So... If you feel uncertain, which is completely valid, ask yourself if you have denied all of these gifts, aka all of the messages that you could receive through your emotions, but you didn't allow yourself to feel them because you escaped in alcohol or you escaped in whatever it is, you know. I've seen so many people who literally post that they become alcoholics during quarantine why do we think that is? Because people want to escape their emotions, right? And they want to connect to spirit. That's what it is. And yes, alcohol is called spirit, but it's not that spirit that they are seeking. So that might be a weird way to end this eclipse episode, but, you know, I'm going to roll with it. And I want you to really, really, really be kind to yourself and allow yourself to have that time off on the weekend 
right? To sit with yourself, explore your emotional world. But again, also see that whatever comes up, right, this weekend has to come up, has to reveal itself. It's your ultimate gift from the universe that literally aligns you if you see it like that, right? So don't suppress it, feel it as uncomfortable as it might feel. Maybe you feel un completely happy. That's also a possibility, right? But usually with cancer, it's really, you know, we feel where we didn't receive the nurturing that we wanted to receive. We feel where we feel disconnected. We feel all of that. But we feel that in order to establish a new connection and relationship to ourselves. So we are not dependent on other people anymore, right? Because if someone didn't care for you in childhood. It doesn't mean that no one in the world will care for you. It just means that you had to experience that contrast of not being taken care of, right? Of not being nurtured the way you wanted to. You had to experience that contrast so you can learn what you value in nurturing. So you can learn how you can nurture yourself, how you can fulfill these needs yourself. Because if you would have someone in your life that constantly did that for you, you would have not learned how you can do it for yourself. And you would always be dependent on others to take care of your needs. So see that it can be a gift if someone didn't take care of you, if someone rejected you. It can be a gift because you can choose yourself. You can establish an even stronger bond and connection to your soul. Right? We always have to see it from the other side. That's why the North Node is in Gemini too. Right? To see the other side. To not label something instantly. To not think that there's only one truth to the story. To see it from the other side. Also to see your emotions from the other side, right? Not just in a quote-unquote negative way. See the lesson behind that. That's the big, biggest story of this eclipse. And I definitely hope that you remember these words. No matter what comes up for you this weekend. Remember these words. Remember them for the next six months and know that the inner work that you do is the biggest shift you can create for humanity at large, right? Because you will radiate, remember, you will radiate peace, harmony, unity and connection if the more you are connected to your soul and yourself because that's when you are connected to the universe too, when you are safe and secure inside of yourself. And that safety and security is a vibration that will overflow other people, that will be contagious to other people. Because that's what we all crave for in 2020, to feel safe, secure, connected, loved. And we can only create a new world with that dominant vibration if we start having that vibration inside of us. That's the only way. And that's why this new moon can be a powerful new beginning of how we relate to our emotional world and our, our inner world, essentially. So I hope that we all see that and understand that the next six months is really the portal for us to really, really anchor that in, right? To reprogram everything we think about emotions we have been taught about emotions we've been behaving relative to emotions right it will be it will change we have to rewrite that story otherwise we won't create a new world and it starts within you i can't stress it enough so if you enjoyed this episode thank you first of all so much for listening Happy eclipse, happy new moon, lots of reflections, insights. If you want to share anything with me, you can always DM me on Instagram, Magic Kathy Official. Please share this episode with anyone you want to support during this crazy time because my prayer is always that these episodes also help you to come closer to your soul, right? Because it's the time you spend with your soul essentially when you learn about these things about the universe and about the tools that can bring you closer to your soul so if you want to support someone else share the episode on instagram you can also tag me and then we can have a conversation in the dms i will always thank you for sharing and i will repost you of course 
And yeah, I just hope that we all have a new, new start of relating to our emotional world. And by the way, definitely pay attention to any personal planets or planets in general that you have at zero degrees of Cancer or Capricorn. That will be really significant or 29 degrees of Gemini or Sag also really significant and definitely of course pay attention to the house which is basically the area in your life that is affected by cancer capricorn gemini or sag because these houses are highly activated right now during eclipse season and definitely over the next 18 months as well so if you are struggling in these areas maybe consider reading so you understand how you can navigate these energies if you have personal planets there as well if you have a birthday in june or july then as well because you will have a birthday a solar return with all of these crazy energies which means that the whole year for you will be amplified by these energies which doesn't mean that you will have a crazy year because there's always the highest and the lowest expression and i can definitely help you you know align with the highest expression and if you want to have more insights on that definitely also reach out to me on instagram if you want more guidance i would always be happy to connect to you that way and yeah without further ado we will hear each other very soon with another episode and i just want to say thank you for all of your support thank you for sticking around thank you for doing the work right and thank you for spreading the word thank you for doing your part right because you listen to this episode for a reason you were meant to hear this message for a reason right because it will help you align with your magic in an even better way right and you can even see you discovering this episode as a sign from the universe the universe wanted you to hear all of that because it was part of your journey right and it's my pleasure and honor to support you on your journey and as i said before if you want even more support you can also always reach out for a reading i would love to give you some clarity on your cosmic blueprint because it's ultimately how you can step in your magic <laughs>